0: Lord Jesus, we lift you up in this place this morning. We worship you. And you have said that when we do, when you're raised up, you draw all unto yourself. And Father, we sense that drawing by your Spirit this morning. What a tragedy it would be if we came only to sing a song or to hear a message, but we missed an encounter with you. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for inhabiting the praises of your people with your very spirit. Life-giving spirit, breathe your life into us, we pray. Live in us and live through us. Let us decrease and you increase. We ask it for your glory, for the increase of our joy. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 These first weeks of the year, we're talking about the signs, John's signs, the gospel of John. And a sign, you know, is always something that points to a reality beyond itself. When that sign says, fork in the road, you know it's not about something on the sign. It's about something in front of you that you're going to encounter, right? A sign. In some ways, these gifts of juice and bread are a sign. They point past themselves to a greater reality. God's grace. Longing to be in us, to work within us, to forgive us of our sins, to cleanse us of unrighteousness. But even more than that, to work within our hearts to make us more like Jesus. Day by day, year by year, time by time. This is a transforming of us into the likeness of Jesus. We believe, not by bread and by juice, but by what they point to. God's grace at work in our lives. I told you last week a little story about my granddad and my dad. Dad was young and playing baseball. Granddad was a preacher, which always comes in handy if you're on the sidelines. Something that runs in our family. A booming voice from the bleachers. But when, when dad was young, he'd play baseball and he would remember his dad standing behind him, you know, and the, he grew up in little country rural baseball fields, you know. He was from Jawapa Bottom, Mississippi. No joke. That sounds like a punchline to something, doesn't it? Jahuapa Bottom, Mississippi. So in these little country baseball fields, they were often had backstops, not out of chain link. That was far too citified. It was rather often out of chicken wire. And Dad said he always knew when his dad had been there. He could hear him, you know. And of course, being a son, you wouldn't turn to acknowledge your dad. But there behind the backstop, he'd be saying, Believe you can hit it, son. (laughs) Believe you can hit it, son. And granddad would so want to infuse his son with his belief that his son could hit it. That often dad would always be able to tell, not only by the voice, but by the shape of the chicken wire after he left. (laughs) He had squeezed it together with his hands. You know, God wants to increase our faith. And I don't think he stands back with folded hands, saying, come on, impress me. Come on, just a little bit more, and and maybe you'll make the grade, and I'll do something for you. I think God sees us at our times at bat, and he's squeezing that chicken wire, wishing that the faith that his son, that Jesus had in him, was something that he could infuse into us in that very moment. These sacraments aren't just about us obtaining and growing into the character of Christ. It's about us growing into the level of faith of Christ that we might believe. Jesus never turned us away when our faith was less than perfect. Do you remember the father who brought his son to him? He was having epileptic seizures. He thought he was possessed of a devil and the disciples couldn't cast it out of him. And Jesus comes back and he says, first of all, to his disciples, O ye of little faith! Their faith needed to grow some. But then the Father says unto him, He says, Lord Jesus, if you can, will you have pity on us? And Jesus almost scoffingly says, If I can? Nothing is impossible to him who believes. And Jesus in that moment sets himself up to be the kind of faith that we can have. He sets himself forward as that very example. If you can. He who... uh, Anything is possible for he who has faith. And then he prays for the young boy, and he's completely restored. But before he restores him, the father cries out, having heard about that level of faith, he says very honestly, an honesty that I hope we can all attain, and that is this. He says, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. We're all in that that journey of walking in faith, but being candidates for more. This morning as we partake of this bread and this juice, Lord Jesus, we ask that your grace not only forgive us of our sins and not only strengthen us for life, but Father, fill us with your kind of faith, with your son's faith that didn't flinch even when a cross was before him. Give us that kind of enduring faith lasting, resilient, mountain-moving faith. Help us, Lord, to live not unbelieving, but believing. In the name of your Son, who shows us the way, who fills us with his own faith, as with his own joy, as with his own character, Father, today, we receive greater faith. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. On the night that Jesus gave himself up for us, he took bread and broke the bread and gave it to his disciples and said, take and eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup and he gave thanks to you, our father, and he gave it to his disciples saying, take and drink from this all of you for this is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of of me. And so, Lord God, we do remember you. We remember your sacrifice. We remember your faith. And we pray, Father, that all that you are would come to live in us by the power of your Holy Spirit. We pray even as Jesus taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven.